You are listening to the Career Lounge podcast with Ada Ofonri, where we discuss how to define success on your own terms in order to create your dream career and business. All of the information from this podcast episode will be in the show notes, which can be found at thecareerlounge.com. Are you considering a job move or a career pivot anytime soon? Are you feeling unfulfilled in your current role and struggling to figure out what your next move needs to be? Well, you don't have to figure it out by yourself. I was once in your position, which is what led me to create my flagship program called Pivot Rules. I have helped over a thousand job seekers and career transitioners to find new jobs, new careers and businesses that are more fulfilling and rewarding. Enjoying what you do and being rewarded for it do not have to be two mutually exclusive concepts. Pivot Rules is a three-month career transition program that takes you through everything from clarifying what your next career move needs to be to working on your mindset so that you can actually go after what you really want rather than settling for a transition that you've already placed limitations around. And Pivot Rules also helps you to design and execute a strategy that will take you from where you are now to where you want to be. So imagine yourself six months to a year from now doing work that you actually love, showing up on your own terms each day and feeling empowered and living in your purpose. I am currently accepting a limited number of bookings for this one-to-one program. So if you are someone who's interested in investing in yourself and successfully and strategically planning your career transition, then please go to adderofonry.com and click on the Let's Talk button, or you can simply email me at info at to schedule a career audit. Welcome to today's episode. We are going to be talking about how to build a LinkedIn profile that attracts attention. Now, in a previous podcast episode, I summarized how to use LinkedIn effectively in your job search. And if you haven't listened to it already, it's actually episode one, just after the introduction to the career lounge. So you can go back and listen to that episode if you want an overall overview on how to best utilize LinkedIn for your job search. The reason I created today's podcast is because I have people asking me, well, what exactly should I actually include in my profile and how do I ensure that it conveys the message that I want it to convey? So I thought it would be a good idea to then dig deeper into what your profile needs to look like. Now, whether you're actively looking for a job or you're happy in your current position, or you already have a thriving business or looking to start a side gig or or start a, a business from scratch. LinkedIn is a really, really important tool. There are over 600 million people on LinkedIn around the world, and about 40 million of those people are decision makers. So Within the companies that those people work in, they have budget responsibilities. They're in a position to hire and fire people or to sign contracts. So by positioning yourself on LinkedIn, you're essentially ensuring that you're in the vicinity of people who can either employ you or can bring you on board as a vendor or client, depending on what your needs are. Now, back in the day, 
a key part of your advancement was based on who you knew. And that is certainly still true today. But increasingly, social media, particularly social media platforms like LinkedIn, are democratizing how people navigate in the world of business. So in order to take advantage of this shift in how we do business, each individual really needs to focus on building their personal brand. Now, it is something which wasn't really a thing, maybe I want to say about 10 years ago, but increasingly, if you don't have a personal brand, you absolutely need to be building one because it's so, so important in today's world of work. Now, I'll have some people sort of thinking, well, who has time for that? I've got a busy job. I'm already doing well in my career. I've got a family to look after. I've got responsibility and other interests that I'm looking for. But if you're somebody who is perhaps interested in doing more than you do at work on a day-to-day basis, perhaps you want to start speaking or you want to mentor people or you want to start a business or completely pivot your career, perhaps you just want more. Building a personal brand is a really good way to showcase all of your experience and to be able to attract those opportunities or actually go after those opportunities. Your personal brand is essentially what people say about you when you're not in the room and people need to know what you've done and what you're capable of doing in order to talk about you. So this is about increased visibility for you. Personally, I know that in building a personal brand on LinkedIn, it's really given me the opportunity to um, secure speaking gigs. I've been asked to moderate a number of events. I've been asked to appear on some podcasts. And all of those things basically contribute to building your full portfolio of work. So if you're somebody who's interested in doing some of those types of things, or perhaps moving in a completely different field to what you've done beforehand, then your personal brand is really, really important in allowing you to be able to make that transition. So, Now that we've kind of established why it's important, one, to have a personal brand and two, to be able to leverage a platform such as LinkedIn, let's dig deeper into what your profile needs to look like in order to ensure that it attracts attention. Well, the first thing is your picture is really, really important. Your picture will ensure that people click into your profile 25% more times than they would do if you didn't have a LinkedIn profile picture. So if you don't have one, I definitely strongly encourage you that after you've listened to this episode or while you're listening, go ahead and pull up your LinkedIn profile and add your picture. It doesn't need to be professionally shot. As long as you have access to a picture, a good headshot where you're staring directly at the camera, then you're good. Back in the day, I would say, ensure you have a white background and ensure you're dressed professionally. But I think LinkedIn isn't as formal today as it were a few years ago. So as long as you have a nice welcoming smiley face and are staring directly at the camera and people can see what you look like, then you'll find. So that's really important if you want to increase the level of interaction with your LinkedIn profile. The second thing you need to really think about is your title. Now, what LinkedIn does is when you update your work experience, it automatically populates your title with your most recent work experience, but you can actually edit this and it's important that you do. The reason it's important that you do is because 
The title that you have in your most recent position might not necessarily be the thing that you want to be reached out to about. Also, the terms that are used to describe your role might not necessarily be industry standard. So you want to ensure that you are including interesting keywords in the title that are sought after in the industry and that draw attention to people and that people are likely to search for so that you appear early and high up in search results. So as an example with myself, I am a talent specialist. I am also an executive career coach and I have a podcast. So those are the three things that are on my title. Now, some titles are aspirational. So you'll often see, um, particularly for new graduates, they'll have a title that says aspiring solicitor or incoming analyst at Goldman Sachs. You can also use the title to highlight um, specific results. So for example, if you're a project manager and you've managed a project worth 10 million pounds for a global investment bank, you might want to have that as your title and not simply project manager because simply calling yourself a project manager does nothing to differentiate you from the rest of the thousands, if not millions of project managers on LinkedIn. But being able to say in your title that you've worked on a 10 million pound project and you've also done it specifically within global investment banks begins to set you apart from the rest of the competition. So that's definitely something to be conscious of. The other thing to consider when it comes to your LinkedIn profile is that you want to really think about your summary section which it's interesting I don't think a lot of people give much thought to the summary section but It's also another area to highlight the work that you've done, the work that you're currently doing and the sort of work that you want to do moving forward. It's also a good opportunity to be able to have a call to action. So if you want people to go to your website or to direct message you or to send you an email, then you can specifically state how you like to be contacted. I often say to people, if you can add one to three core achievements in your summary section, and again, ensure that they're keyword rich. So think about the sort of keywords for your job or your industry. Think about the sort of keywords you would see in a job description and be sure to weave those into your descriptions of what you've done, what you're doing and what you'd like to do moving forward when it comes to your summary section. So we've so far talked about the title, we've talked about pictures, and we've talked about the summary section. Now, next, what we want to talk about is the featured section on your LinkedIn profile. Now, this is an underutilized aspect of many people's LinkedIn profile. And this is your opportunity to basically showcase work that you've done. It could be work that you've done in your current nine to five. It could also be projects that you've worked on outside of your current nine to five. So if you've written articles, you've written blogs, if you have a website, if there are other things that you do, perhaps you are part of a charity board and you want to highlight that charity that you work with, 
this is your opportunity of showcasing that you're more than just your nine to five. And, you know, I, I see that this part is an area that's often underutilized. And a really simple way to create a featured post is when you go to do your regular LinkedIn post, LinkedIn will often ask you if you want to feature the post at the top of your page. So that's something to be aware of. And again, you know, by the time you do all of these things, we're beginning to build a picture of who you're becoming rather than who you were in the past. So once you've done that, the next thing is obviously the experience section. This is often the area that people rush to fill out. And in the experience section, you want to include at least two to three core areas for each of the positions that you've worked in that really kind of showcase the work that you've done. You can afford to be a bit more technical in your descriptions here. And it just shows the kind of breadth of work you've done. If you've done similar things in different positions, then I want to encourage you to pick new things to highlight for each of the roles rather than stating the same thing over and over again. But this is fairly straightforward for most people, I believe. The next part of your profile that I think is really worth sort of looking into is the endorsement section. Now, I think that there are different schools of thoughts on how important this aspect is. And the endorsements are really when people endorse your ability to perform certain skills or activities. The way that I think about this is that if, for example, you're uh, looking for a career coach on LinkedIn and one person has a hundred endorsements and the other person has 10, from my research so far, and albeit very rudimentary research, the person with a hundred recommendations is likely to show up earlier in a search than the person with 10 recommendations. And if you're showing up early in a page and within the first couple of pages, that's actually very, very important because people are unlikely to go through 10 pages before they pick a career coach. They'll typically go through the first couple of pages before they make a decision. And this goes for any career. So if possible, definitely take the time to write out your core skills. I say to people, you don't have to do more than five to 10 core skills and then ask people to endorse you and obviously reciprocate that as well. Um, that's still something that I'm working on, frankly, because I've removed some of the skills that I had previously because I want to build my recommendations in new skill areas. So that's something for you to definitely consider doing. Finally, this is really important and that is your testimonials. Now, I love testimonials because it gives people an opportunity to say things about you that sometimes you can't really say about yourself, right? Because you're trying to be modest. And oftentimes people are quite focused on having their clients or their customers or their colleagues write them testimonials. I want to encourage you to think beyond that, right? So perhaps, you know, the parents of the sports team that you coach for your kid's school could write you a recommendation. Um, perhaps Perhaps other members of the charity board that you're part of could write a recommendation or other members of the running club that you're part of. So think about the sort of skills that you want to highlight, the sort of qualities that you want to highlight. And particularly if you're looking to transition careers, think about the transferable skills that you could demonstrate 
from your activities outside of work that you might not necessarily be able to demonstrate in your nine to five. Those are the key things that you want people to highlight in your testimonials. And you can really guide people when it comes to this. You can have a conversation about what your expectations are and invite them to be able to do that for you. So I hope this helps. If you're someone who's looking to build out your LinkedIn profile, really think about your picture, think about your title, the summary section, the experience section, the skills section, the featured section, and finally the testimonial section. And if you do all of those things, then you're bound to see an uptick in engagement from LinkedIn. Now, Creating a good LinkedIn profile is one thing, but then what do you do after that, right? Do you suddenly have loads of people flocking to your LinkedIn page and offering you opportunities? Well, probably not, right? There's a lot more that you need to do to engage with the platform to be able to optimize this brilliant new profile that you've created. And so that is going to be the topic of my next podcast. I'm going to be talking about what you then do with LinkedIn after you've created this profile. And this question has come up time and time again with people saying, well, you know, I see so much advice on how to create a great LinkedIn profile and I've done that. So what next? So definitely listen on for the next episode where you're going to have some tips on what to do with your LinkedIn profile once you've created it. So thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you found it useful. And if you have, please don't forget to like and subscribe and give me a review. If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, forward it to them, sharing the love, let them get to listen. And if you haven't already, do join my Facebook group. It's called The Career Lounge. And you can also follow me on LinkedIn at Ada Ofonri, where I give out career tips quite frequently during the course of the week. So thank you for listening. Have a lovely week and see you next time. Bye-bye. If you're considering a career change now or in the future, then join me every Wednesday evening on Clubhouse where myself and another career coach will be discussing strategies to help you to successfully pivot your career. So in order to ensure that you don't miss out on my Clubhouse rooms, please follow me on Clubhouse at Adder Ofonri and hit the bell beside my name so that you can be notified whenever we start a room. I look forward to having you in the room. Don't forget to subscribe, download and leave a review. To continue the conversation, please join us at the Career Lounge Facebook group. Thank you.